When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly... Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Check. Sports Check. It's Sports Check. And here comes episode 251 of the Sports Yak Podcast. Oh, you mean the Cy Williams episode. Cy Williams. I'm familiar with that name. Are you? Sure. Who is he? He's the guy they named the award after. No, that would be Cy Young. Oh, I was so close. Cy Williams went to the University of Notre Dame. He played on the football team when Newt Rockney was a player. He was on the track team. In fact, he was such a good broad jumper, he was considered for the 1912 Olympics in Stockholm. He wound up on the baseball team, even though he had only played about a handful of baseball games before he ever came to Notre Dame. Wound up being a very good power hitter. Uh, was signed by the Chicago Cubs right out of school. In fact, Cubs wanted to sign him before he left Notre Dame, but Cy wanted to get an architecture degree. So Cy Williams went to the Cubs, was traded to the Philadelphia A's, and wound up uh, being one of the great power hitters of that era. In fact, he set the National League record for home runs for a time. And then after his career was over, by the way, he was also the first hitter the shift was ever put in for. So what you see now where they'll move three fielders over to one side of second base. They were doing that for Cy Williams well before anybody else. Wow. Okay. And so once he retired, he went back to his architecture degree, started a construction business, and some of the finest buildings on Wisconsin's Upper Peninsula were built by Cy Williams. There's a Cy Williams Park up in Three Lakes, Wisconsin, and Cy Williams hit 251 home runs in his big league career. Quite a legacy. He did. Well-rounded. Great guy. Athlete, multiple sports. Multiple sport athlete, architect. Also, even though he was a left-handed athlete, an accomplished artist with his right hand. Oh, I love that. 
Well, do you remember how to do a podcast? It's been a while. It has been a while, and let me explain to the listeners why. In these days of contact tracing, sometimes we have to sit on the bench for a while. And that was the case with me last week. I am prognosis negative, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. And uh, we're fine. What'd you do with your time? Um, no, I didn't, I didn't I want to still, bug you. No, I was still working yeah. from home. Oh, okay. Which is kind of a pain because, you know, you got to be in contact with a lot of different people about different things. And the way you have to do it is either through email or phone calls or whatever, rather than just going around the corner and saying, hey, can you do this? Gotcha. Family Broadcasting Corporation. Well, the crowd's going wild. In association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network, presents Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. It's on the way! It is! Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here! And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever! Well, let's get after it. Uh, you, you watched the Notre Dame game, I'm guessing, this past weekend. I did. And I watched a lot of the Clemson game this weekend as well. And I saw an Irish team defeat Georgia Tech. Final score was 31-13, but in all honesty, the game was not that close. Notre Dame gave up the first seven points on a 94-yard fumble return by Georgia Tech. Uh, they completely dominated the Yellow Jackets. The defense continues to sparkle under Clark Lee. They're giving up only about 10 points a game right now. Georgia Tech had seven plays in the red zone, and those were the first seven plays in the red zone the Irish have allowed in the last three games. So this is a team built on running the football. It's built on defense. Ian Book was okay at quarterback. You might even say good. He wasn't great. So this is the Notre Dame team that will now have the number one team in the nation the team with its longest road-winning streak in the nation, a team that has won 36 consecutive regular season games, come into Notre Dame Stadium with its backup quarterback. DJ Uyangalale will take the snaps instead of Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence is out with COVID. Dabo Swinney, the head coach at Clemson, said after the game, Lawrence will not play on Saturday due to all the COVID precautions they have to take. And so it's this highly touted freshman, DJ Uyangale, who is 6'4", 250, made his first career start against Boston College. A little shaky at the start, but came on strong in the second half and brought them from 18 points down to win the football game. He'll be the guy in charge of this Clemson offense on Saturday. Uh, The bigger question for Clemson, in my mind, is they have a lot of personnel out defensively, including a guy that won't be able to play the first half because he was thrown out for targeting in the second half of the BC game. And so that might make them ripe for what Notre Dame does well, which is running the football. We'll see. It should be a fascinating week of pregame hype for this game. And that's a night game. Night game, college game day is coming to town. They'll be here doing their show. Um, it, it should be a hyped week. It just really makes you even sadder that the atmosphere at the stadium won't be full tilt boogie. That's interesting you say that. I saw the tweet of college game day will be here, and I thought, 
Well, to the fans, what does that matter? Because, right. you know, are they going to be like very, hey, you, you can't come here. You know, they're, the, the blockades are put up. I don't know. Nobody's really walking around campus, right? Have What, what is a Saturday like right now? It's is students, students on Saturday. That's yeah. it. And parents. Students and a few parents, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Some faculty and staff, but. I mean, basically, I take a golf cart over there from WNDU. We do rehearsal, um, I don't know, three and a half, four hours before the game. And then we drive over in golf carts and we do the pregame show from the stadium. And then as soon as the pregame show is done, I drive my golf cart back. And so far, there hadn't been a whole lot of traffic to have to drive the golf cart Hmm. through. Are you doing stuff after the game this week? Yeah, we'll have postgame coverage on 16 news now after the game it'll be get that nap in i'm sure it'll be abbreviated because whatever time the game gets done you get until saturday night live starts at 11:30. lauren michaels will be sitting there with his tapping his watch saying let's go have some things to say you think after this week <laughs> could be all right how about indiana well indiana comes up with the win over rutgers 37-21. Again, Michael Penix, their quarterback, throws a couple of touchdown passes to Peyton Hendershot to help put that game on ice. I like the way Tom Allen's defense is playing. They've got some building blocks there for what is going well. And they are up to number 13 in the polls this week. They take on a Michigan team that has to be smarting after once again losing at home to Michigan State. I just don't know how much longer Jim Harbaugh can hang on up there when you look at his record between coaching against Michigan State and Ohio State in the big house. He's one in six. One in six against your two biggest rivals at home. How does he keep his job? Have you heard any kind of names starting to float around of who could be a who could step in? I have not. When the inevitable happens? I have not. Mm. Now, you have to remember, as early as this past summer, the current Michigan athletic director talked about wanting to give Jim Harbaugh a lifetime contract and wanting him to retire at the University of Michigan. So the AD is squarely in his corner. Whether that can be said of the alumni or not is a different story. Okay, And so that conflict will continue to roar in Ann Arbor. But it has been a long, long time since I can remember an Indiana team beating Michigan. They've got the chance this Saturday playing at home at the Rock, noon kickoff. Let's see if IU has what it takes to beat the Maize in Blue. You can hear that game on Pulse FM and the Purdue game as well. Purdue, well, hopefully there will be a Purdue game because Purdue is scheduled to play Wisconsin. Wisconsin had to cancel its game last week because of COVID. Oh, boy. Its head coach, Paul Christ, would be eligible to be on the sideline Saturday. That would be his first day back. Now, Paul Christ can do a lot of his coaching duties from at home, in Zoom meetings, things like that. But he would be eligible to be on the sidelines Saturday. However, uh, I think they still have 22 active cases of coronavirus among the football team at Wisconsin, at least as of Saturday. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. 
Purdue got another great game out of Marion running back Xander Horvath. Scored his first touchdown of the year. Went for 102 yards. David Bell continues to sparkle. If he's not a first-team All-Big Ten receiver, they shouldn't have the team because he's making terrific catches for Purdue, helping out their quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, who throws a pretty nice ball. And the Boilermakers handled Illinois over the weekend. Wisconsin, obviously a huge step up, especially when you have to go on the road. But again, we'll see if that even happens. If it does, 3.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon on Pulse FM. Let's get into the NFL, Chuck Freebie. Long Sunday afternoon for Bears fans. Well, what a roller coaster that was. They start off with a 13-3 lead, and then Drew Brees turns on the Jets in the two-minute drill, as he is prone to do. Saints score a touchdown with three seconds left in the first half to cut it to 13-10. The Bears basically stink up the joint for the first quarter and a half of the second half, fall behind 23-13. Give the Bears' defense some credit. They were... They had their backs against the wall for much of the second half because the offense wasn't moving it. Finally, Allen Robinson started getting targeted by Nick Foles, made some key catches. Mooney had some key catches, including one for a touchdown. Bears come back, tie the game at 23. It goes into overtime. They stop the Saints on the first drive of overtime. The stage is set for the Bears to move the ball down the field, and Nick Foles just hangs on to the ball too long. He doesn't have any open receivers. Remember, we've talked a lot on the Yak this year about Notre Dame's receivers not getting separation. Well, the Bears' receivers didn't get separation yesterday either from New Orleans very often. And Foles, it appeared that he had room to run for a first down. He didn't because he's not Mitch Trubisky when it comes to running the football. He knows his limitations, right? Yes, but there are times where even if you know your limitations, you might have to take a chance. He didn't. It cost the Bears. They had to punt. And given the second opportunity, Drew Brees moves the ball down the field. Alvin Kamara had a big run to put them in field goal range. And Will Lutz, who had missed earlier a a chip shot from 27, bangs home a 34-yarder. Saints win in overtime, 26-23. A golden opportunity for the Bears to reassert themselves in first place in the NFC North because the Packers had been upset at home by the Vikings earlier in the day. Instead, that goes by the boards, and the Bears now sit 5-3. and three. The offensive line is a shambles right now, and one wonders if Matt Nagy can salvage this operation and at least get his team into the playoffs. In your personal opinion, what's better? What do you like more? Overtime in college football, overtime in the NFL? I like the overtime rule in the NFL because it's pure football. The only thing I don't like about the overtime rule in the NFL is if the team that touches the ball first receives the kickoff, scores the touchdown, the ball game's over, and the other team never gets a chance to touch the football and score. I don't like that part of the rule. Okay. Um, other than that, I like the NFL overtime far better than I like the college overtime because the college overtime is really a, a cheapened version of the sport. You, you start at the 25. A lot of college kickers can kick 42-yard field goals. So it's basically you give the offense a short field and the defense is you know, jammed as to whether they can keep a team out of the end zone or not. Colts and Lions, Chuck Ruby. Phillip Rivers looked really good yesterday. 
threw three touchdown passes. Colts really didn't have too many problems in this game. They win 41-21. They are now tied for first in the AFC South with Tennessee, which lost again yesterday. So the Titans have gone from a team that was 5-0, and and we were talking about, well, you know, they're an undefeated team. Who's going to knock them off? Well, they've lost twice in a row now, and the Colts 5-2. and Really solid football team right now. I, I like what Frank Reich has in front of him. I don't know that they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're definitely a playoff team, I think, in the AFC. And um, Phillip Rivers had one of his better games yesterday. Of course, they were playing indoors and artificial turf, no no elements to deal with. I think Phillip Rivers is a much better quarterback in those situations than when he has to play outside. Are the Steelers the best team in the NFL? Uh, without question. And they're the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. They went to Baltimore, and that's not an easy place to win. They went to Baltimore, fell behind by double digits. Baltimore has only lost three games in the last 20 years where they have had a halftime lead of double digits or more. Two of them have been against the Steelers, and one was yesterday. Chase Claypool with another touchdown catch. Steelers come from behind and win it 28-24. And they are now 7-0 and and the lone unbeaten in the NFL. Seahawks looked really good yesterday, too. Russell Wilson looking like an MVP candidate. Four touchdown passes. Seahawks won over the 49ers. It's a rough night around here for TV 46. Had to cancel the broadcast of the game. It's a different picture this year. You've got your game picked out for the game of the week. Yeah, we're going to go to Marion and Jimtown this Friday night, get the Jimmies their first appearance of the year on TV 46 for the sectional finals. Marion is a prohibitive favorite in that game. There's no question about that. They're ranked number two in the state. They've got some electric weapons, and they looked very good against Tippecanoe Valley the other night. They wound up sprinting out to a 41-0 lead. I think the final might have been 41-21. They called off the dogs in the second half. But Marion's a really good football team. Not sure Jimtown has played anybody quite that caliber this year, but we'll see how Corey Stoner's team fares in this one. What a night of high school football it was on Friday night. I think the big surprise was Chesterton knocking off Penn by a count of 20-14. to 14. It is the first time that Penn has ever lost an opening round playoff game. Um, we were all set to probably do Penn and Elkhart this week at Rice Field. Elkhart had an interesting game on Friday night, too. The halftime score was 47-33 Elkhart. By the end of the first half, Derek Woods, the Elkhart running back, had six touchdowns. He finished 32 carries, 397 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's just two off the state single-game record. And the Lions advance with a 61-33 triumph over Portage. So it's Elkhart and Chesterton in the 6A final. Adams moves on to the 5A sectional final because, well, Concord had to forfeit that game on Friday night that we were supposed to do. Too many COVID cases. They didn't feel like it was safe for their JV players to play against seniors from Adams. They didn't want to put those kids in a situation where they would get hurt. And so Adams goes on, and they will face Mishawaka. Mishawaka had no problems with Goshen on Friday night. Cavemen wound up locking up a share of the Northern Lakes Conference title. Keith Kinder's team looks like it may be set to make a long tournament run, and they could add a sectional title to their 
lore on Friday night if they can knock off Adams at TCU school field. Also on Friday night, uh, Bremen, no problems down at Wabash. They won easily. LaVille was eliminated by Pioneers, so it's Pioneer and Bremen in 2A. And in 1A, North Judson struggled a little bit with Culver but wound up picking up the win. I think the final was 29-12. to So it's North Judson and Winnemac in a 1A sectional final down in Stark County on Friday night. You want to touch on the uh, preseason girls' basketball poll? Girls' basketball season starts tomorrow night, Corey. couple of teams in action tomorrow night. South Bend, Washington will be playing. They'll take on Plymouth. New Prairie with its new coach, Amy Nespazani, will take on Concord tomorrow night. But all eyes this year will be on the Northern Indiana Conference because they have three of the top 20 teams in the state. Penn is ranked number two in the state. They have... Caitlin Costner, who's probably a D1 player. Trinity Clinton, who's probably a D1 player. Jordan Smith, who's certainly going to play college ball somewhere. Kingsmen are loaded with talent. And Christy Kineski's squad is ranked number two in the state behind only Lawrence North by the Indiana Basketball Coaches Association. Now, the IBCA does not break it down into classes. They just rank what they believe are the top 20 teams in the state. Marion and South Bend, Washington are both Class 3A teams, and yet they're ranked in the top 20 in the state. Marion is ranked number 18. Steve Scott loaded with talent over there, including Nevaeh Foster, who is a talented D1 quality guard. Washington probably has three D1 players on its team, the Reynolds sisters and Spider Jones. So I think there's a ton of talent to be seen in girls' basketball this season around the area. Let's end with NASCAR, Chuck Freeby. NASCAR, Chase Elliott got the win yesterday at Martinsville. That's important because it eliminated Kevin Harvick from the championship four. Kevin Harvick had been the dominant driver on the NASCAR circuit this year. He had won nine regular season races and the regular season title, but he won't be in the championship four because of the format of the NASCAR playoffs. So it's uh, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski in the final four. And whoever finishes the best of those four next week at Phoenix wins the title for NASCAR this year. Also of note, they have a final four. The Xfinity Series is kind of the triple A version of, if you think of NASCAR as Major League Baseball, the Xfinity Series is triple A. Well, Justin Haley out of Winnemac is in the final four for the Xfinity Series. They will also race at Phoenix this weekend. Is that the one that's usually the day before, the night before? Yes. Yeah, I've enjoyed those. Yeah, and so it'll be interesting to see if our local guy can get the win there because usually that's a pretty good sign. I mean, a lot of people expect Justin Haley to kind of be one of the next stars of NASCAR. He's already won NASCAR um, Monster Cup series races at places like Daytona and Talladega. He's a talented driver. Right now, he's toiling at the Xfinity level, but doing a great job for Colic Racing. All right. There you go, my friend. So are you ready? Uh, By the way, one of the things that I did while we were apart is I let my son TJ, who you had a conversation with while we were apart, Mm Mm-hmm. I let him know about uh, the wonderful overrated, underrated segment of the podcast. And actually, 
when I was taking him back to Purdue one weekend, uh, we listened to only that segment of the podcast, like six or seven of them. Okay. He loved it. Did he? Yes. Okay. So in an effort to reach the the Ute of America. Um, he did give, uh, at the end of our conversation on Friday, he did give us a, hopefully my dad will be back in the driver's seat and we'll be able to have an episode of the Sports Yak. So, hey, TJ, this one's for you. So overrated, underrated. Do you have any that you would like to bring to the table? I, I have one on the top of my mind. I'll sandwich it uh, behind yours or whatever. Aerosmith. I think right down the middle. They've been through so many highs or lows, and uh, they've been on a, I would call it a downward spiral for yeah. for a while. Mm-hmm. But there was a time there, probably 87 to 94, 95, a force to be reckoned with. Well, boosted by the Wayne's World. You got your Wayne's World. You've got your I Don't Want to Miss a Thing from Armageddon. Right. That was a massive hit. Dude looks like a lady. What it takes was in there. Amazing, crazy. The the they they had those MTV videos that we wanted to watch sure. hundreds of times, but then they just kind of fizzled. And Steven Tyler is just a uh, <laughs> tried to tried his hand at a country. Yeah, uh, that didn't work. that didn't work at all. Joe Perry's off playing with uh, Alice Cooper and Johnny Depp in a band right now. You know, they're they're doing Las Vegas. That's what they're doing. Right. That's that's a that's a tough one. Um overrated. See, I would go there too. And yeah. and that doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. I just think they're given a little more attention than perhaps their body of work deserves. I uh, the only platinum record I have at home that I have in a collection is Aerosmith um Get a Grip. That I got back in the nineties. Okay, platinum is a million sold. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have. I'll keep my hands on it. But yeah, let's go overrated for them. I'm going to throw a, an athlete at you. Oh boy, Troy Aikman. You know, I heard him talking and broadcasting the game yesterday, and it's 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 crazy how my 13 year old has no idea about his playing career. It, true. But back in the day, he was like America's quarterback. Well, he was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and he was some of really those Super good. Bowl winning teams. So, are we going based on broadcasting? No, no, or no, no, just career. I'm, I'm athletic going career, athletic career. Boy, I don't hear his name when you talk Montana and others. I would say underrated. You're going to go underrated? I'll go slightly overrated because I think those Dallas Cowboy teams had so much talent on them that they made him look better than what he was. That was Emmett Smith territory, Emmett right? Emmett Smith. You had Michael Irvin and all kinds of terrific receivers for Aikman to throw to. S- some really good defenses, too. Now, I know Troy Aikman's in the Hall of Fame, so I... You know, he's not going to care whether we say he's overrated or underrated, (laughs) but I'll go slightly overrated. Actor Sean Connery. Underrated. Think of Sean Connery movies, and you would be hard-pressed to find a bad one. Mm -hmm. 
I present to you Dragonheart. Well, okay. <laughs> but that is the exception to right. the rule. Yeah, he has quite the resume. I, of you course, know, I looked that's it up like Saturday morning. Tom, that's like saying Tom Hanks, Joe and the Volcano. Yeah. Our friend Jason Mumaw's favorite Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Which, what? But, uh, I mean, the James Bond stuff. Oh. To me, he's the best Bond. He's, really? Yes. Okay. I will agree with that. Who would you put number two? Oh, Daniel Craig. You put I, Daniel Craig above Roger Moore. Absolutely. Those those were campy. There was something maybe cool that's what I liked about, about Sean Connery. There was some. There was a cool factor. The Pierce Brosnan stuff was just so like what? Yeah, parody. But Daniel Craig gives it a a realistic. I mean, it's spy stuff, but right. Sean Connery. But um, I love me some Hunt for Red October. Oh, love that movie. Hunt for Red October. Uh, Finding Forrester. Great movie. The Rock. The Rock. Gosh, there's a couple other ones I, I was looking at. I was like, man, that, that was a good one, too. Finding Forrester, you're right. That's a good one. That's that's one people probably don't know a lot about, but it's a good one. Yeah. He's kind of a recluse author who was... Uh, Not to mention the Indiana Jones movies. He saved that franchise with that third movie. Yeah. He saved it. We named the dog Indiana. Yeah, he's good. We're good. So, oh, I wanted to throw one more at you. You got one more? I got one more okay. m- music for you. Taking current political takes out of his, just looking at his music. Brian Adams. Mmm, Brian Adams. You know, he's still making music. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hearing it, though, which no. is which is really tough for some of these iconic people you and I grew up with and you know the the the, the demise of rock radio um but he's still man those couple of records in the late 80s and 90s yeah mid 80s <sighs> to mid 90s wow he he could just he could tour that and we'd we'd all be happy i say underrated i agree yeah he's he's one of those that if I see, you know, let's say I've got the radio on and I see the musical artist pop up before the song, if it says Brian Adams, I'm staying. Yeah, cut the record cuts like a knife and then the record right after that, which I think is called Somebody. It's the big one. Summer yeah. 69's on there, Heaven's on I there. I need somebody, somebody like you. Yeah, yeah. that that's a, a stellar record. Uh, yeah, I'll say underrated. So there you go. There's today's overrated, underrated. Again, if you have ideas for overrated, underrated, just tweet us at SportsYak with two Ks, and we would be happy to consider them. Now, you said Twitter. You're on that, right? I am at 46 Sports. People have been known to reach out to me. (laughs) Have they? Yes. (laughs) We'll we'll just leave that there. You're on Twitter as well, aren't you? (laughs) At my name is Corey. Feel free to rate review, share an episode with a pal. Let's see what happens. Until next time, Yak fans. Ooga Cy Williams, you architect you. We've had some fun. Yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sport Jack. Sport Jack. Sport Jack is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.